following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. From preps to pros and everything in between, it's Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Live from the Lee Company Studio. With the Hall of Famer Mo Patton, here's Chris Yow. Hey, 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 hey. Welcome back in. Hey! <laughs> Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Chris Yow, Mo Patton, J.P. Plant on the controls. Hope you guys are having a fantastic hump day Wednesday wild and wacky it is and will be later in the show where we give you the weirdest and wildest news from across the world it's going to be a lot of fun and we are excited to continue bringing you timely and comprehensive coverage of all sports in and around Tennessee and sometimes we dip into Alabama Mo we we have five listeners down there so (laughs) gotta do what you gotta do uh, to keep those those folks happy, but looking forward to it. Uh, I noticed that you have here that Franklin County and Spring Hill tomorrow will not be played, at least tomorrow. Uh, it, it'll be interesting to a, see if it gets – I mean, that's not a district game, so they may, it may yeah, actually be canceled. But um, Franklin County is not a triple-A? Uh, Franklin County is a triple-A. Spring Hill uh, is not. Are they not? Okay. No. I thought Spring Hill moved into that district for some reason. Uh, no. Hang on, I will tell I you don't what district they why. did move into. Yeah, yeah. That's it. It uh, it's always fun all very when... confusing. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Thanks, uh, thanks for classes. Hey, you've screwed it all. Be careful up. what you ask for. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, they are no. You are correct. Spring Hill is in eight AAA. Franklin County is not. Okay. Well, that that's even more confusing. Right. right. <laughs> if one of those two teams are going to be in eight AAA, Franklin County should have been it. Eight AAA is Lawrence County, Lincoln County, Marshall uh, County, Page, Spring Hill, and Tullahoma. I believe Franklin County is four A. Ah, that 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 must be it. Yes, Franklin County is in District 6-4A with Coffee County, Shelbyville, and Warren County, a four-team district. Well, at least they're in the regionals. There you go. Right. (laughs) All right. Well, again, it is hour number two, and we are excited because we get a chance to talk about the Nashville Predators, the Preds. And here's the best part, Mo. We get to talk about the Nashville Predators, and much like our friends – and uh, what what were we talking about earlier? Where they were leading the division, and I can't I can't remember. Anyway, we were just talking about it, and I forgot. Nonetheless, we have the division leading Nashville Predators to talk about, which is way more exciting than what we expected to talk about at the beginning of the year. And to do that, we welcome in <laughs> Pete Weber, and. Doesn't get much better than that. Pete, what's going on? How are you? Doing well. Just uh, 
awoke from a nap here in Los Angeles. It was a, a late flight in here last night from Las Vegas and uh, quite the game last night thrown in by the uh, Preds and the Vegas Golden Knights really put on a, a late press. So, uh, and I did a game solo last night, a hockey game for the first time since 1976. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And I'm going to be doing the next two in the same format. Oof. That's not ideal, but not I guess ideal, if, but if you're going to, to do a broadcast on your own, Los Angeles is kind of a place to do it in honor of Vin Scully. In honor of Vin Scully. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, and I, you know, just being in the same business with him is an honor to me. Uh, yes, I know he retired, but I may invite into the booth for a little visit tomorrow night, a hockey hall of famer who was my partner here years ago, Bob Miller for maybe five, 10 minutes. I would imagine Pete 60 minutes of play by play by yourself. You will invite anybody that would come for a few minutes. <laughs> you know, and Maurice, I know you're, you're aware of what this was like. I'll never forget doing 20 innings by myself at Bush stadium in Indianapolis back in what it was 86, I believe it was. And uh, the big benefit of that was that the bathroom was right next to the visiting broadcast booth. So that was, mm-hmm. a, that was a great help that particular night. You'll take any help you can get. Yes, but absolutely. At, any edge I can gather. At, at, at least Howard Kelman wasn't bleeding over into your broadcast though, was he? No, he was not. He was uh, sitting over in his comfortable booth with the chain link fence cut out in front of him. So we can see the field of play. Whereas in the visiting booth, I felt like I was looking through crosshairs all night long. And when you get to the 17th, 18th, 19th, and 20th innings, that makes it even worse. It's, it's like your eyes are going like uh, cross-eyed at uh, every 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 possibility. <laughs> Nobody cried when Bush was torn down, did they? No. And, and just think now, if we wished we could buy a condominium there that was uh, the ballpark was turned into a condominium project. So we could probably get into the Schumacher's old office and sit down there and, uh, you know, establish ourselves in the laps of luxury. Okay. <laughs> laps of luxury in quote. Marks. Yes. Okay. yes. <laughs> uh, well, you know, luxurious right now are the, the, the Nashville predators. And as I said, you know, Pete, a lot of us, especially after the way the season started, certainly did not yeah. expect to see the Nashville Predators sitting with 44 points and atop the, the, the Central Division at this point in the season. No, and that's I think that's what makes it even sweeter when you think about the expectations being, you know, shall we say greatly, grossly exceeded, whatever. Uh, but that's what has happened. UC Saros has shown between the nets he is essentially uh, as effective as Pecorini was for so many years. And then it's a it's a team concept that now it's not just that there is scoring and defending by committee, but these guys seem to genuinely care for each other. They stand up for each other physically. And I think because of that, they have reached what was set as their goal by head coach John Hines, and that was to be a difficult team to play against. And that's what they have become. Pete, this team, this 
win last night, the first for this team since December 17th when they um, defeated the Blackhawks in overtime. Although, to be fair, they <laughs> had four games that were not played due to right. um, 12 games, games without issues. games. Yeah. So, I mean, it's got to feel pretty good to knock the rust off a little bit, I guess. Yes, definitely to knock off the rust. And I, there are so many other teams in this very same circumstance where he said, I mean, there are clubs like Calgary, uh, the, the Canadian teams in particular are going to have so many games that they will need to make up because the league still is insisting upon playing the full 82 games, maybe not in the dates that were originally set out for them, but now we have the additional dates in February that are now cleared out by the league not participating in the Winter Olympics. Uh, so uh, that's going to be interesting to watch how they fill all those slots in. That's another you know thing that, that a lot of folks are concerned with, obviously, is the number of games that you're going to have to play closer to the playoffs. Uh, is there any mm-hmm. chance that the it, this season is going to end up getting extended? Is it not? I mean, it's got to at some point, right? You know, I have a difficult time arguing with what you just say there. Simply the way things have been falling over the course of the last few weeks, uh, and consistently, and the Canadian. Let's let's balance it this way too. In Montreal and Toronto, they've essentially, and Ottawa, they've essentially been told they can't have fans into the games. Now that is not a way to make money. So. They're trying to find a way to delay some games played north of the Canadian border and maybe switch some. I know a a Boston-Montreal series was already switched where the first of those games will be played in Boston rather than in Montreal so that the owners can uh, get some of the money back or have a chance at earning the money. And instead of having – I mean, because this all relates to the salary cap, and what you're going to be allowed to spend and how much the players are going to owe the owners in terms of uh, escrow. Uh, so it gets rather complicated, certainly way above my head. I got to tell you that much. <laughs> well, you know, because of the expectation level that this team had at the beginning of the year, we, we have to talk about some of the guys who have stepped up. Mm-hmm. And Matt Duchesne, through the entire time that we did not have Philip Forsberg on the ice, was the guy. Yeah. And without him, this team is nowhere near first place. Correct. Correct. And and Ryan Johansson, I think, uh, is in that category too. And now, for example, last night, Philip Forsberg, he certainly has stepped to the fore. He missed a number of games with injury. So now last night he gets two, but I I think the guys that I have focused on most, what we call the beast line, or uh, I think that's the best name for it. That's Yakov Trenin, Colt Sissons, and then on the right side, Tanner Janot. And Tanner Janot, as we watch this season unfold, has become an incredible candidate for the Calder Trophy, the Rookie of the Year. Here's a, a young man who was not drafted, he played uh, junior hockey in one of those great Canadian names, Moose Jaw. Yes, he played for the Moose Jaw Warriors. He played for one of Terry Crisp's former players there who saw what a, a prospect he is. He scored 40 goals and wasn't drafted. How, how do you like that? And he's come on and now 
in this season has been a tremendous combination of physicality, of hmm. speed, and of scoring. And uh, he has that beast line has really driven this club for to a great extent. I love that you mentioned his physicality because at some point people are going to stop fighting him, right? Because his right hook yeah. is pretty good. Yeah, somebody tried last night and didn't come away feeling all the better for it. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I mean, that's two uh, in I, a I row. He needs, yeah, needed some ice bags afterward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, speaking with Pete Weber, the voice of the Nashville Predators, and Pete, I misspoke a little bit ago. Last night's win at Vegas followed up a New Year's Day win over the Blackhawks, who – the, the Preds have had a lot of success against, it seems like, this season. Yeah, the, the Blackhawks, though they, they lost their first meeting in overtime in Chicago, won the next meeting just before the unanticipated break after December 17th when things began to get postponed thanks to COVID implications. But uh, then the Blackhawks, uh, they changed coaches uh, in midstream here. But right before their first game with their new coach was the uh, game against the Predators where they won an overtime on a Debrinket goal. So they have been a team, and it's a long story involved this season with the Chicago Blackhawks, with what they have gone through. Uh, a coach that has gone on to coach another team resigned because of a scandal that occurred back in 2010 when they were en route to winning their first of turned out to be three Stanley Cups in the decade. Uh, it's been very interesting to watch what's going on there. Uh, they still have one of the greatest talents in the game in Patrick Kane, who I saw as an eight-year-old back in Buffalo. And uh, that's it's been, well, let's just say the guys who are covering the Blackhawks have quite the story to reveal, to uncover, however you want to put it. I'm not gonna. I, I'm never gonna shed tears for the Blackhawks organization struggling. That's all I'm gonna say. One <laughs> <laughs> of so, the happiest days of my life was when the Predators swept them in the 2017 playoffs en route to going to the Cup final. Yes, and there's many reasons for that, but one, the goal song they play in the United Center, Chelsea Dagger. The beauty of it was the first two games of that series in Chicago, we did not hear it once. That was just glorious. <laughs> Thank you, Pecorine, by the way. And speaking of Pecorine, get your Pecca, Pecca plan today. Three games, uh, including that February 24th jersey retirement, or five games, including that retirement. And you, a portion of those proceeds will go to the 365 Pediatric Cancer Fund as well. Pete Weber, the voice of the Predators, by himself out west. Listen to him. Thanks, man. We appreciate you taking some time with us. Thank you for the invitation. Much appreciated. And Maurice, I'm sorry when you first uh, texted me this morning. I wanted to go on the air right then and there. I, I'm happy to have waited until now. Hey, just rest your voice, man. We appreciate you. <laughs> happy to be with you guys. Thank you. All right, when we come back, college football. Stick around. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. 
Festop Markets is a full-service, family-owned convenience store chain located in 14 locations throughout Middle and West Tennessee. For those in our listing area, you can find them in Columbia, Centerville, Lawrenceburg, Spring Hill, Dixon, and White Bluff. Fast Stop partners with wholesale fuel brands like Shell, Marathon, and Exxon, delivering a consistent customer experience that is fast, friendly, and clean. If it's not already, it will soon become your go-to store to shop in town or on the road. Fast Stop Markets is proud to be keeping you moving in Tennessee. Keep your home as comfortable as possible. If you have any issues with your air conditioner, electrical, or plumbing systems, call Lee Company. Our techs use visual findings and other technology tools to add transparency and clarity. You see what we see, whether we're in a crawl space or on the roof. We're here 24-7, so if you need us, call us. Lee Company, call 931-548-4448 today or schedule your appointment at LeeCompany.com. That's LeeCompany.com. Hey, folks. While we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. This is Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Sports talk like it used to be. You know, like your crazy uncle used to listen to. Only better. Here's Chris and Mel. Yeah, welcome back in Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. <laughs> Presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. Glad to have you guys with us. <laughs> Wasn't ready for for our our private chat here. <laughs> as, as we just finished up with Pete Weber, go back and listen to that on the podcast, or you can watch it on the video cast on Twitter at SM underscore TN sports. You can also see it on Facebook, YouTube, and anywhere else that you get your podcast. If you want to listen, we have a special guest podcast. If that's the only, if that's the only thing you care about that happened on today's show, you can listen to just that podcast as well. So man, it's always fun to get Pete on. Yeah. he He's never, is he boring? And always a wealth of knowledge, man. And I'll tell you what, again, He's doing these. He did last night by himself. He's doing these next two by himself. I wouldn't be talking to anybody if I didn't have to. So, yeah, really, really I, appreciate him coming on. It's not easy to do. I mean, you know, especially hockey is. I, I guess that's one positive is that hockey is really active. So, kind of like basketball, it's 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 easier to do by yourself. Well, than but other it's, sports. it's more taxing though. Is but it is certainly taxing on the voice. There's yeah. no question there. Um, speaking of, did you did you see that the uh, they actually had to heat the ice at the Winter Classic because it was so cold? I saw something about that, but I didn't pay as much attention to it as I probably should have. Heat Apparently. the ice. 
Uh, yeah, apparently it was so cold they ended up having to use the ice warmer because to 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 make sure that it wasn't you know too frozen. Too frozen. Yeah. <laughs> you're looking you're looking you're looking for Goldilocks ice, huh? It's got to be just right. <laughs> just right. right. Goldilocks yeah. ice. Well, I mean yeah. it was what negative 2 degrees with a wind chill of negative 20. Thought I heard negative 17 wind chill or feels like or whatever, but yeah. Once it gets to negative, I don't know. It doesn't does what, it matter? What the, the difference point. it makes. Yeah. Exactly. Oh man. Well, it is Wild and Wacky Wednesday. We'll give you the weirdest and wildest news from across the world coming up soon. And before that, though, I saw a story that college football commissioners who are, you know, still looking into ex- expansion of the college football playoff, they say that their focus is on the format of the playoff, not on necessarily worrying about what the end result of the games are, are would be or could be. I mean, we've seen we've not seen a good semifinal game in a long time. <laughs> I'm not sure that we've ever seen a a competitive semifinal game outside of Georgia Oklahoma, the one that went to overtime. I think that's 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 about the only competitive uh, semifinal game that we've seen in the playoff era. So yeah, a lot of folks are saying that's proof that we don't need to expand. In fact, we need to contract and go back to the BCS model where we just have the top two or whatever. And well, now two years ago, Clemson and Ohio State played a twenty nine twenty three game. Just for what that's worth. It's still the. I mean, I get what you're saying. It's 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 still odd. Yeah. I mean, that and number four, Ohio State beating number one, Alabama, 42-35 and 15. I mean, those are the only two semifinal games that. Yeah, but that Ohio State. Besides that Georgia-Oklahoma game, that were a one-possession game, so. Yeah. Ohio State Alabama was never in question though. I mean, Zeke absolutely destroyed that team. I I at at no point during that game after the first quarter did I think, okay, Alabama's got a chance to win this because they were, they just weren't stopping him. So Well, I mean, I I'm just going to tell you I don't remember it. I'm just looking at the scores and yeah. in the semifinals there are only 3 games that were a one possession game out of two, four, six, eight, ten, 12, out of fourteen. Yeah, that's not good this year. And so. and and again, one of those one possession games wasn't even that close. So, it's it's just, I can see the argument, but again, I will. Continue. I don't know that it's necessarily about competitiveness when you're talking about expansion as much as it is about opportunity. Opportunity and inclusivity. Yeah. I mean, what's, again, everybody wants to kick on Cincinnati because they didn't play Alabama close. It's it's not like anybody else has played Alabama close in these type games. I mean, what's wrong with giving more people the opportunity to get their butt kicked? 
at zero argument here. And I think let's uh, five of the past eight seasons in the college football playoff have featured semifinals with average margin of victory of at least 22 points. That's, I mean, three touchdowns, five of eight times. That's rough. It is I, rough. And I, I get that, but I, I still, I still hold the belief that college football playoffs expansion would increase parity, not decrease parity. But I don't think it would hurt. I, I don't think, I don't know how it's a negative to invite more teams to include more teams. I don't know what's negative about that. Greg Sankey says, you know, we're in favor of four teams, eight teams, uh, or 12. It don't matter. You know, that meme with the, (laughs) the wave cap and the the, cigarette. Yeah. (laughs) It don't 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 matter. matter. We don't care. Yeah. Well, and when you know that when you know that you are going to be represented and to a point that the rest of the country is going to say overrepresented, then then you don't care. And why should you? Yeah. I mean, if it's 12 teams, the SEC is going to have at least three and probably four. At least. Yeah. I mean, Ole Miss is definitely in an 18 playoff mm-hmm. this past year. So, yeah. It's, and here's the thing. We, we, we've not talked enough about the opt-out situation, but if you want to address that, that's expand a, the playoffs. That's a definitely a way to address it. Because the more games you can give these guys that have some meaning – the less likely they are to opt out. I mean, these are if they're if it's not a playoff game, these are meaningless ball games, and they've got other fish to fry at that point. So, a lot of folks will tell you that the last week of the season is a meaningless ball game if you don't have a chance. But that's regular season, though. Luckily, luckily, those are rivalry games, and they always mean something for the most mm-hmm. part. So anyway, I I just, I thought that was a good way to go about it. If you're the committee, look, we're, we're not worried about what could happen. We're worried about finding a solution to help include everyone, including, I think, you know, the sugar bowl and some of the other bowls. I, I think the Rose bowl is kind of in a, that, this is a way that you kind of force the Rose Bowl's hand, right? Because hmm. if you are in this situation, even the next two teams in the Pac-12 and Big Ten would probably be in the playoffs. I mean, Utah would definitely have been in, mm-hmm. and Ohio State definitely would have been in. So now you have forced the Rose Bowl into – kind of doing what you want to do. It's 
it would be an interesting dynamic if it got to that to see how the Rose Bowl, you know, does react. I, so, I mean, I personally, I think you know they, they've the ratings, TV ratings for this year's semifinal games were pretty bad. Basically, almost on par with that first year where they were on New Year's Eve. And the New Year's Eve thing is because of the Rose Bowl. I mean, nobody wants to play a 12 noon semifinal game just because the Rose Bowl wants to be at four o'clock. Right. Sorry. It's not our problem. <laughs> and that forces, you know, that, that that makes ESPN lose money, and they don't like that. No. So <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I don't know what's I, I don't know what's gonna happen. I I still think twelve is is a possibility, but I think at this point that eight may be more likely. I really feel like twelve makes the most sense. I agree because I think it gives the, the top as four. we as we've said on here, it incentivizes that top four with a buy. That's. I agree completely. I feel like you know, force you know, push pushing them to give that extra week is mm -hmm. ideal. So Michigan may be in trouble. This may help Harbaugh make some decisions. Aiden mm -hmm. Hutchinson and um, David Ajabo have declared for the draft. <laughs> So there's that. Um, not an ideal situation for that that Wolverines defense that was also exposed a little mm -hmm. by a not great Georgia offense, if that's one way to put it. I mean, this isn't this isn't one of the best offenses that we've ever seen from Georgia and. They kind of got. Yet. They kind of got rocked. And so, yet. yeah. Is that what's going to end up being the the what gets Georgia beat is simply not having a dynamic playmaker at the quarterback position. Man, I don't know. I don't know. I mean. We, we've talked about this earlier this week, Georgia being, what, basically a three-point favorite in this game despite losing this matchup about a month ago, and I can't figure out why that is. And I don't I don't know what it is that makes, makes you think that – you mentioned it yesterday, insanity – is doing the same thing over and over and, and expecting a different result. I don't know. I don't know why you expect a different result in this game than the last time these two teams played. And so I'm not sure if it's the lack of a dynamic quarterback or what it is that ultimately is Georgia's undoing, but I don't know how you expect Georgia to win this ball game. A lot of folks would tell you that it's because of the the defense? Well, that, that it's because, one, John Mechie's going to be out. 
So I think that's that's gonna have that's gonna play a part. I it's gonna Mechie play a part. You you think Mechie's the only good receiver Alabama's got? I, I think it certainly makes you know Jamison Williams your top target, and you don't have to worry about that. You know much else. I mean, Slade Bolden is now your number two guy, and I feel like you, you probably feel if you're Georgia that you can cover those two. Hmm. You probably don't feel like you can cover all three of them, but you feel like you can cover two. So, I don't know, man. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch. I can tell you that. Worth watching, no question. Again, pregame coverage at four o'clock on Monday. WKOM 101.7 FM. You can hear Alabama's pregame starting at 4 o'clock, which means we will not be on the air. We will be getting ready to watch it ourselves. So if you if you missed any part of today's show, feel free to check out uh, the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Apple, Spotify, Tidal, Deezer, Stitcher, wherever it is. Wherever fine podcasts are sold. Exactly. And make sure you give us five stars. We'd appreciate that as well. When we come back, the weirdest and wildest news from across the world coming at you on Wild and Wacky Wednesday. So stick around as Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today rolls on from the Lee Company Studio right after this. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Fast Stop Markets is a full-service, family-owned convenience store chain located in 14 locations throughout Middle and West Tennessee. For those in our listing area, you can find them in Columbia, Centerville, Lawrenceburg, Spring Hill, Dixon, and White Bluff. Fast Stop partners with wholesale fuel brands like Shell, Marathon, and Exxon, delivering a consistent customer experience that is fast, friendly, and clean. If it's not already, it will soon become your go-to store to shop in town or on the road. Fast Stop Markets is proud to be keeping you moving in Tennessee. Keep your home as comfortable as possible. If you have any issues with your air conditioner, electrical, or plumbing systems, call Lee Company. Our techs use visual findings and other technology tools to add transparency and clarity. You see what we see, whether we're in a crawl space or on the roof. We're here 24-7, so if you need us, call us. Lee Company, call 931-548-4448 today or schedule your appointment at LeeCompany.com. That's LeeCompany.com. Hey, folks. While we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. It's Wild & Wacky Wednesday on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today with the two zaniest guys this side of the Duck River. It's like you joined a circus or something. Here's Chris and Moe. Welcome back 
to Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. I'm excited, Mo. I can tell. Because I get to give you weird and wild news. It's always fun. It It is. It's, It's always a blast to talk about the dumbest criminals of Florida or whatever. Florida man. Florida man typically ends up on the list at some point. Um, that being said, which by the way, that being said, I got to stop saying that because if I would, if I were <laughs> at uh, Michigan, the university of Michigan, that is a banished phrase for 2022. Really? Yeah. Apparently, Michigan has put out a list of words and phrases that are banished in 2022. And that is one of the phrases or words. So, Well, I'm, I'm going to tell you, there's going to be a lot of high school athletes and transferring college athletes we're going to be terribly disappointed to hear that. <laughs> Other phrases. Topping the list was wait, what? And no worries. Did you say that correctly? Wait, what? That's, that's, yeah, that's, that's more like correct. It. Wait, yes. what? Well, <laughs> yes. Sorry. The, the first reference of that in this story is wait, question mark what okay and then the second one is wait comma what question mark hmm. i yeah. think it's okay. wait in an ellipsis <laughs> and then what question mark i i agree it's i like the ellipsis good. yeah that was a little very confusing <laughs> asking for a friend is on the list new normal uh you're on mute like mo earlier today yeah um circle back and deep dive mm. on the list. So I, I don't know what's wrong with deep dive. I kind of like that actually. Yeah, deep dive I, I want to okay. know if you're if you're if you're doing a deep dive. Circle back right? is okay. I mean mm-hmm. It's it's all these work from home. Yep, it's type. all the work from home phrases. Yeah. That's exactly what uh, it you is. know. <laughs> Well, it is what it is. Let's put that one on the list too, huh? That one most definitely needs to be on the list. <laughs> At least it's not a fluid situation. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, police in Delaware say a man who robbed a Wilmington bank on Saturday didn't keep the cash for long. No, after fleeing the Wells Fargo branch, he paused to make a deposit into the ATM outside. That's right. He robbed the bank and put it back in the Put account. it back in? Would you call that money laundering? <laughs> I, I'm just going to say this. I don't know. You, you hate to see any bank robbed, but <laughs> <laughs> dot, dot, dot. That's, and... a, that's a best case. Oh, oh, wait, wait, what? <laughs> no worries. <laughs> Circle uh, back to that formula. 
Okay, so so here's here's the fun part. Forty four year old California resident named and this is this this is what it says the name is. I can't I cannot tell you if this is true or not. Mick Roberts Williams. Mick Roberts Williams. Mick Roberts. Is it Mick M I C K Mick? No, 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 no. Mick Roberts, like a like a McDonald's. Okay. Mick Roberts. Okay. But with an S, so so not Mick Robert. Mick Robert McLovin. Yeah. <laughs> it's Mick Roberts Williams. Uh, he, he handed a note to the teller on uh, and, and said a robbery is taking place. The 25 year old woman gave him an undisclosed amount of cash, but then he went outside to make a deposit into the machine in the exterior of the building. Officers responding to the scene found him in a nearby shopping center and took him into custody without incident. He's charged with second degree robbery. And, uh, you know, $6,000 bond. Okay. If you rob a bank and then you deposit the money into said bank, did you really rob a bank? Is it a still bank? a robbery? Is That's it- what I'm saying. They, they, what he should have done is written it on a deposit slip with his <laughs> account number and said, put all the money in your till in this account. In, my, in this account. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he should have done. What's the question? Uh, possession is uh, nine, nine tenths of, of ownership. Yeah. If if he no longer possesses the money, I don't know. Uh, if he never possessed the that's money, that's true. Other than just can walk we, out of the bank. Can we get your dad on the line on this one? Yeah. <laughs> Call, <laughs> we need a ruling, a legal line. Yeah. Speaking of rulings, I did <clears throat> watch Judge Steve Harvey last night, and one of the people was from Alabama. Of course, and and not just from Alabama, but from the town where my mom lived when I was growing up, and my and my brothers went to elementary school. Okay, so like I'm on Facebook trying to get in touch with my my cousins. I'm like, hey, do y'all know this guy? Because <laughs> just hey, not hey 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 hey. No, not four hey's, just one. Mm-hmm. I, I was very, I was like, come on now, y- y'all gotta know him. Apparently, one of my cousins did know his wife. And uh, so in November of 2020, dude's sister gives him five grand to build cabinets in her house. Okay. All right. And so he had not finished the cabinets. I don't think he's even started the cabinets, as a matter of fact. I think it's started. A year later. Okay. Well, here's the thing. Between that time and now, lumber prices have... Oh, skyrocketed yep. and he couldn't do it to his for standards price. for $5,000. Okay. So they go through this whole thing. He's like, look, I've still got the five grand in my account. I didn't take it from you. I have every intention of, of finishing the project when I can afford to do it. Steve rules in the favor of the plaintiff. So he's got to give her the five grand back. But here's what happens just before that. She says, well, he doesn't know this. The sister says he doesn't know this, but we were planning on giving him an extra five grand at the end of the job just because he just had a baby and we, you know, we appreciated him doing it for such a low price. And I'm like, well, if you had the extra five grand and he needed extra money to finish the cabinets, why didn't you just give him the money? It, it, I, <sighs> Odds are they they saw this Steve Harvey show coming down the pipe. 
Just a hunch. <laughs> they, they knew it was coming. Just a hunch. I, this well, may have been a fabricated. And by the way, what kind of, how does his rulings, well, I mean, so how does that hold like, up? You know, like Judge Judy isn't a judge either. Yeah. Like you just, hmm. you sign an agreement that says you're going to abide by whatever it is. The thing is that the, the show pays for it. Pays for the show whatever. pays the judgment and pays you to be on the show. Oh, it's a win-win. Oh, well. win. So it's a win for everybody. You're everybody. You're just airing your dirty laundry on national yeah. television. Yeah. You're, I mean, that's that's why that's they all do the it with trade-off. a smirk on their face and getting yeah. paid to do so. Uh-huh. You know? yeah. yeah, I mean, it's hey, the trade-off. So whatever. Like the, the, the case now. before that was the best one though, because apparently this one girl gave her sister six grand for her brother's funeral that had already apparently been planned and paid for. And she okay. took that six grand and got a, a butt lift. Okay. <laughs> okay. You go on Kardashian. <laughs> Priorities. Oh man. Absolutely ridiculous. So, you know, <laughs> anyway, it was, it was, it, it was Steve Harvey comedy. It was exactly what yep. you expected it was going to be. It was, you know, whatever. But it it wasn't any worse than any of the other judge shows. So I want to go back to Judge Judy not being a judge. You yeah, Judge that? Judy's not a judge. No. None of those She's, TV judges are judges, I don't think. No. Does she have any kind of a Actually, Joe Brown background? was. Yeah. A judge. Joe Brown. But he's but, not in this capacity. Probably not. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, I guess it just depends. But, yeah, Judge Judy, not a judge. She she was just an actress at yeah. one point. She's so. worth a lot of money. No doubt. Anyway, let's – is that Cupid Shuffle? It is a Cupid Shuffle. Okay. Yeah. That is my go-to dance at the, at the weddings because I, I have a little extra that I throw onto the end of the Cupid Shuffle. Okay. And uh, it, it usually makes everybody in the in the place go go wild. I showed, I actually posted a video of it on uh, my Instagram page, my DJ Instagram page, and official Cupid liked my video. <laughs> nice so, official Cupid. Yeah, his official account actually liked my video and commented on it with like fire emojis or something. But it was pretty funny. Anyway, let's uh, let's continue with the weird and wild news. I, well, you know, it's you're hey, the one who played it. I'm, I'm not. I'm not hating on you. You had no idea. It's Name just you know, Hey, use it. Apparently, in Texas, just before the end of the year, Texarkana said in a Facebook post that it was indeed raining fish during rainstorms. <laughs> Multiple residents took to social media to share photos of fish that had fallen from the sky. The Facebook post said animal rain is a phenomenon that occurs when small water animals like frogs, crabs, and small fish are swept up in water spouts or drafts that occur mm-hmm. on the surface of the earth and then are rained down at the same time as the rain. Can you imagine how bad that smelled? No. And I guess they land, when they land on dry land and they're there. What do you do? How do you get them out? Mm. <laughs> I got no, I got nothing. Nope. No, thank you. No, thank you at all. Um. 
I've asked this question a number of times. We've talked about, um, we've talked on this show about dating apps and that sort of thing. A lot of folks out there on dating apps, but Muhammad Malik, a British bachelor, decided that wasn't good enough. Apparently, findmalikawife.com is a thing. Okay. And he has put up several billboards that includes his photo and the phrase, Save Me from an Arranged Marriage in Birmingham, England. Wow. Yeah. It directs women to his to his website, findmalikawife.com. He wrote on the website that a friend suggested he tried advertising after he struck out on dating apps. He said, quote, I just haven't found the right girl yet. It's tough out there. I had to get a billboard to get seen. <laughs> He's not wrong. <laughs> so I, mean, I hear. This, it's like, you know, well, what other way are you going to meet somebody other than swiping right? Well, I guess you could buy a billboard and put your face on it and say, findmalikawife.com. Hey, worth a shot. I, I mean, if... Add dollars whatever, work. Whatever you got to do, I mean... If, if if it's good enough for you know companies, might as well be, might as well try it myself. Luckily, I don't have to worry about that. Thank God, because I, I, I mean, I, I just, guess, I guess the worst thing that can happen is you don't find a wife, right? I mean, you don't have one anyway. So yeah, but now you're out a lot more money than Match.com costs. That is true. So, but maybe you've created a name for yourself. Maybe. You have a brand Probably. out there now. Yeah. I mean, Muhammad Malik, he might get, you know, a million followers on Instagram, and now he's got a, he's an Instagram influencer. That's <laughs> right, an influencer. Who That's knows? It. That's it. Tomorrow, we've got a, another great show for you, so you're going to want to find, you're, you're going to want to pay attention to one of the guests that we have coming up for tomorrow. It's going to be a lot of fun. And we're also going to continue talking about college football playoffs and more. Obviously, the NFL as well. It's going to be a lot of fun. So, please. Thursday is also Coach's Corner. Coach's Corner is always on Thursday, and we'll talk more high school sports as well. So, come back tomorrow. Same bat time, same bat channel. Again, for Mo and JP, I'm Chris Yow saying have a great day and stay cool, Columbia. Columbia.